Hello, and welcome to this daily devotional podcast presented by Concord United Methodist Church. We hope that you'll find this time of scripture, reflection, and prayer a refreshing part of your daily walk with God. This series of devotionals follows our Advent and Christmas sermon series, Why Jesus? The Story of the God Who Does Not Give Up. Please feel free to share this podcast with family, friends, or anyone who might benefit from it. Today's devotional was written and presented by Laura Young. The scripture is Matthew chapter 28, verses 16 through 20. If you haven't already done so, we encourage you to pause the podcast, read the scripture, and come back for the reflection. Christmas Eve's Eve. Seen on Facebook. As a grown-up, I've learned that all the Christmas magic I felt as a kid was really parents who loved me. This devotional is dedicated to my parents, celebrating their 61st wedding anniversary today, and in memory of my grandparents, who also married on this day in 1930. About a year or two ago, I heard of December 23rd being named Christmas Eve's Eve, but a Google search tells me I'm way behind. Apparently, this term was first used on a Friends sitcom episode back in 1995. I salute giving this day a special designation, though some may think it silly. In addition to being my parents' and grandparents' wedding anniversary date, it signals for me the last pre-Christmas chance to grab some personal quiet time celebrating the season. Christmas Eve and Christmas Day are usually just too packed with last-minute cooking, trying to get to a worship service on time, and family activities to have much of a moment to myself. I credit my loving parents, who also love and follow Jesus, with directing me toward a deeper appreciation of a Christmas magic grounded in the birth of our Savior as I transitioned from childhood to teen. My youngest brother was born when I was 12, and as my own children arrived, I began to fondly think of him as the first baby I loved. I would have turned 13 by his first Christmas, and that must be when I first began to ponder the wonder of God, God's very self, being born as a vulnerable and needy infant. Maybe a year or so later, I first read Marjorie Holmes' book, Two from Galilee, which brought to life the story of Mary, the mother of Jesus. I saw her as a real person in a real time and place with hopes and dreams, fears and difficulties. Amazingly, when she gave birth to Jesus, she had been about the age I was at that time. Oh my! During that same season of life, maybe it was even on a Christmas Eve's Eve, I found some alone time one evening, when the rest of the family was in another room watching TV. I lay on the floor by our Christmas tree, gazing up into the favorite ornaments I had known most of my life, and picture a long needle pine tree complete with its aroma and those large Christmas tree bulbs with each one needing to be individually attached by a small piece of metal to a tree branch. I was soaking in the magic of Christmas. This magic was not visions of sugar plums, not wondering what gifts I might receive, but wonder at the birth of Jesus Christ. More than any other part of the Christmas story, 
The sometimes overlooked verses in today's passage capture for me the feeling I had back then, looking up at our multicolored tree lights. John the Baptist's elderly father, Zechariah, had been unable to speak for at least nine months, ever since an angel told him his wife Elizabeth would have a son. Then, the Spirit of God shatters the 400 years of silence with this prophecy of promise. 400 years is the approximate time between the Old and New Testaments, a period often referred to as the 400 years of silence. Zechariah prophesied in part, Because of the tender mercy of our God, by which the rising sun will come to us from heaven to shine on those living in darkness and in the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the path of peace. I remember reading this once and suddenly realizing that it was okay that I had fears surrounding death, that everybody does, even all those people back in the Bible days, because we live in the shadow of death. But that's why Jesus came. He came to take that upon himself for us, to shine his light wherever that shadow rears its scary specter, to triumph over death itself. Amazingly, this priest with the newborn son recognized the upcoming unfolding of God's plan of salvation and celebrated in words preserved for us today. Picking a favorite phrasing of verse 78 is difficult. Above was the New International Version. Here's the New Revised Standard Version. By the tender mercy of our God, the dawn from on high will break upon us. The King James Version uses, The day spring from on high hath visited us. Jesus is the light of the world, and the coming of that light and all that Jesus Messiah brings is the event of history. May you find a quiet moment of wonder this Christmas Eve's Eve. Let us pray. The wonder of your coming, Lord Jesus, is too much to celebrate in just one or two days. Even 12 days of Christmas can't contain all the joy and peace, all the faith, hope, and love that well up inside our hearts as we contemplate who you are. By the tender mercy of our God, let the dawn from on high break upon us as we find ourselves lost in wonder, love, and praise. Amen. Thank you for listening to today's daily devotional. This podcast is a ministry of Concord United, and we would love to hear from you. To contact us, please send an email to podcasts at concordunited.org with daily devotional in the subject line. For more information on Concord United Methodist Church, including worship times, mission opportunities, and study groups, please visit our website at concordunited.org. We also invite you to visit our YouTube channel, where you can see past worship services, including the current sermon series, Why Jesus? The Story of the God Who Will Not Give Up. Finally, we would be honored if you gave this podcast a positive rating so that others can find it and benefit from it.